morning. It is time to get up with a fabulous finish. Kyrie and company. Wait until you see how this wild one came to an end. You will right off the top then. The clock tick, tick, ticking on decision day for Aaron. One team is all in to try to make it happen. We'll tell you which one it is. And then to the victor goes the spoils. Mr. Mahomes celebrates. We'll tell you why what comes next is most important for the best we've ever seen. And with that, we are ready to roll. Let's get up with you here on ESPN. A very happy Valentine's Day and a very happy birthday to Mike Taylor. Ooh, we got confetti, and we've got the, the honorary <laughs> birthday croissant. There you go. Croissant. <laughs> for, for the team. Croissants and coffee. Why not? It seems appropriate for a morning show. And let's roll. Timmy Legler is here with us this morning. Did you see Kyrie in the fourth quarter last night? Did I ever. Had my feet up and enjoyed the show. Mavs and T-Wolves. All right, so Minnesota up as many as 26 in Kyrie's home debut, and then he happened in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he just was Kyrie. In this moment, we know he's capable of this. He's electric, and it was his show. Most of that with Luke on the bench, so he had the ball to do whatever he wanted. Kyrie scored 26 points in the fourth quarter and doing it from everywhere. That bucket cut it to eight, then here comes Luca to cut it to five. Back three right here, and this was after not really having the ball for a while, so that is a clutch shot right there. Again, they were down 26 points in this game. Here they come down five. Why would you let anyone else shoot? This is Frank Nilakina. That's a bad idea, but wait! <laughs> offensive rebound! Yeah, tremendous offensive rebound. Look how quickly Kyrie gets that up, hits his hands, doesn't drop it at all, and boom, you got a one-possession game. Three-point game, final seconds, Mavs trying to force overtime, and what happened? Tremendous individual defense right there, just multiple efforts getting out to the shooters, but no screen set. So really, you just had two guys locking in on ball handlers, and Dallas doesn't even get a shot. After an unbelievable fourth quarter, the Mavs don't get the shot up. Kyrie. It's just end of the clock, and um, adrenaline's running high. Anything could happen. So I, I've got to get a, a shot up, if anything, or, or allow Luka to have some space to get a shot and not turn the ball over in that situation. So it's on me. Again, I really wanted this win. So uh, to all the Dallas fans at home, I apologize for not getting at least a shot up or something. I'm cringing myself. I tell you, it was an interesting night. Again, in his home debut, Kyrie scored 36. Luka scored 33. They come up just short. Entering the day, Kyrie was already leading the league in fourth quarter scoring. He had nearly three times his usual. Much more on this game and the rest of your NBA picture. Tim Legler and Jay Williams will join us at the bottom of the hour. In the meantime, football. This could be a very big day. The offseason's first quarterback domino could fall on this day. And it could be that man. The Raiders expected to release Derek Carr perhaps today. $40 million of his remaining three-year contract would become guaranteed if he's on their roster past 4 o'clock Eastern time today. So that could happen. Then a week from today, the franchise tag window opens up, and that brings up the conversation about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. And then, of course, there's Aaron Rodgers. The Jets have already reached out to the Packers to express their interest. I want you to hear his teammate Aaron Jones talking about his eventual successor, Jordan Love. Listen to this. Jordan Love is definitely ready. Uh, I feel like he's... From the time he's came in to now, he's just continued to work, work, work. And uh, you can see the confidence starting to come out even more and more. And then uh, he, he got some time to play in games this past season. And you can tell he made that jump. And he's confident out there. And he's capable. And he can do it at a high level. So I feel like he'd definitely be that guy when A-Rod's gone. 
Now, I tell you what, those of us who've been around long enough will remember those are exactly the kinds of things that Aaron Rodgers' teammates were saying about him once upon a time when Brett Favre was in that sort of to-be-or-not-to-be Hamlet kind of position that Rodgers is in right now. So, appropriately, we're talking about Jordan Love on Valentine's Day. And let me start with the birthday boy here. What do you think the Packers should be thinking about right now with Rodgers? Trade him. Rip the Band-Aid off. If you believe in your process and you trade it up for Jordan Love, now is the time. And, Greeny, the comparisons are remarkable. When we trade for Brett Favre at the Jets, Aaron Rodgers sat for three years. Jordan Love, he sat for three years. Look, it's a very small sample set, but the stats are actually comparable. And to Aaron Jones's point, guys, Jordan Love is an improved football player who they believe in. So now is the time. You have two years left on his contract. You're going to have to make this transition. You have Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. Let those guys grow together. Trusting their own process. Kmart, what do you think? My biggest question is, do they trust their own process? Because their actions, at least from the outside looking in, indicate that they don't because they moved up to get Jordan Love and everything since that pick has been trying to make amends for that pick. So I 100% agree with Mike Tannenbaum that at some point you have to rip the Band-Aid off. I thought the Packers were doing that by drafting Jordan Love, but they've undercut his development every step of the way. So when you say, just rip it off now, sure. But history indicates that they may not be ready to do so. In fact, they're waiting on Aaron to come back from whenever he goes into the wilderness in the dark room. They're waiting for him to let them know what he plans on doing. If they were ready to move on, they should have just turned the lights off on him already and said goodbye. We have our successor here. We are counting on hearing something from Aaron today. He is expected to be on. Pat McAfee has said he'll be on his show today, so we're looking forward to hearing what he says. It's hard to go from uh, a Hall of Famer to a Hall of Famer to another Hall of Famer. I mm -hmm. think moving on from Brett Favre was made very easy because they passed the baton to a guy like Aaron Rodgers. I think it's really unlikely, as much as I would like it to be true, it's unlikely that Jordan Love is going to make it that easy. And Brett Favre went on to have success elsewhere, but the Packers were having success, so that was okay. It's going to be really hard if Brett Favre goes to New York and they start winning and they're making a run for a championship and Jordan Love is struggling. It's really hard to find a quarterback who's good, let alone great. And I know Aaron Rodgers had a rough year last year, but there are reasons for that. I would suggest if they could, put up with it for one more season and make another run at it because I, I don't think anyone considers them a Super Bowl contender without Aaron Rodgers. Maybe they aren't one with Aaron Rodgers, but it seems to me that they would be a lot closer than they would with Jordan Love. Now, now we mentioned that the Derek Carr decision should come today. And by that, we mean that Las Vegas will release him. They're not going to pay him $40 million, and he's not going to make anything easier for them. So we'll start to get a sense of what other teams are thinking. But you mentioned the Jets, and we know the reporting from the weekend from Shefty and others that the Jets have already reached out to the Packers to make the inquiries. Is Rodgers going to be available? What should the Jets be doing? They should have been in uh, Pebble Beach three weeks ago <laughs> with Aaron Rodgers, raking the bunkers, being his caddy <laughs> on that golf tournament. I would box out every other team, Greeny. Look, there's going to be a market. It's Aaron Rodgers, as Nietzsche said, an all-time great. And if you want him, go get him. Don't take no for an answer. And just, I would have asked the Packers for permission the day after they were eliminated and then go see him and start recruiting and never let another team have an ounce of daylight. All right, so, so let's just be clear on the circumstances. I'm not a reporter, came out you are. Mm -hmm. So I'm in Arizona last week. I was there to cover basketball, basically. But I'm talking to everybody because it's the mm -hmm. Super Bowl. And I can't tell you how many people said to me, I want to make it clear, I'm not reporting anything. Mm -hmm. 
But how many people said to me, the Packers are ready to move on. The Packers are ready to turn the page and go forward. Because I'm asking everybody, are the Jets going to get Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Obviously, because that's really the main idea. I mean, this literally story. everybody. Yes. I mean, people are running when they see me coming. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this conversation is coming. And I, I can't tell you how many people I heard say to me, mm-hmm. Greeny, the Packers are ready to make this change. I, but again, you're the reporter, I'm not. No, I've heard, Greeny, I've heard similar things, but I've also heard when asking people, where do you think he'll end up? A lot of people have also told me Green Bay. And I think it's because, to Dominique's point, the transition is something that they have been afraid to, to, to rip the Band-Aid off of. They know that it's going to be hard to go from Beth, Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers and then hope that Jordan Love is the answer. Yes, he's improved, but look at that offense. Look at that team from the start of the season to the end. They were on an upward trajectory. You, you almost reset the whole clock and hope that Jordan Love can make you not just competitive but a playoff team. That's a lot to ask for the kid. Yeah. What should he want? I mean, what do you think here? Yeah, it's, oh, that's an impossible. That's the thing. You don't know what he wants, so then there's no way to know what he's going to do because you don't even know what he wants. Right. Yeah, he doesn't know, and he's going to find out on his retreat very soon, and he'll let us know. But I assume that he wants to win another Super Bowl because he has won, and I think if there is a blemish or a knock on Aaron Rodgers' career, if he cares about what we think, if he cares about his legacy, the goal should be to win another Super Bowl. It's probably easier path in the NFC, but I think the Jets are probably a better team, a better roster overall. So that's what he's weighing. I would stay with Green Bay and tough it out one more time in the cold and try to make a run and win another Super Bowl. You know, Greeny, just sitting in front offices for 20-plus years and being in these planning meetings, and I know today is about love and relationships, uh, but there's another word that applies here. It's fatigue. Mm-hmm. At some point, if you're the Green Bay Packers, Green, it's just enough. Like, enough. Enough. Are you in? Are you out? The contract. Devontae, Bakhtia, enough. And at some point, it's just not worth it. He didn't play great last year. And I'm not saying Jordan Love is going to outplay Aaron Rodgers. But at some point, a declining veteran's doing this. A young quarterback's doing this. If you're tired, if you're fatigued, fatigued, you're tired of Aaron Rodgers. If you get move on from him and you lose a bunch of years in a row, you're going to have a lot of time to rest when you get fired. Right. (laughs) You deal with that fatigue while you're still getting checks. As long as that direct deposit hitting, I'm going to listen to Aaron Rodgers say whatever it is he wants to say. Right. Because... uh, Earlier in the last offseason, the question was, do you want to be the person who has on their ledger nope. that I traded away Aaron Rodgers? I, a lot and of people don't. We won a Super Bowl with the Jets, and we were figuring it out <laughs> with Jordan Love. Oh, my right. God. I almost just Dream. collapsed. One quick final thought. One quick final thought on this. We're going to start getting a sense of this quickly, right? I want everyone to understand the timetable here. Derek Carr is going to get released today. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers. But what he probably is, this is going to sound bad, is the next best option yeah. these teams will have. So if you see the Jets going hard after him, if you see the, the, the Raiders going hard after him, that would suggest those teams don't believe Rodgers is really going to leave Green Bay, right? Or you just need to have plan B. All your eggs yeah. can't be in any of yes. these baskets. Lamar Jackson getting franchised. Like, but you're right, the sense of urgency. Free agency starts today, not in the middle of March. And if you're one of the 14 teams that needs a quarterback, Derek Carr looks pretty darn good. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Carr will be exactly that. He's, he's He could sign somewhere in the morning if he wanted to. So, like, keep a very close eye on what happens today with Derek Carr, whether you think he's the answer for your team or not, in a year where the draft has complicated quarterback issues, we could start this quarterback carousel spinning practically immediately. In the meantime, there's a team that has no questions at quarterback, and that, of course, is the defending champ. Oh, look at Sir Patrick enjoying the center stage at Disneyland. What will it take for him to be considered the GOAT? We'll talk about him and his future as we roll on. Plus, did Jalen and the Eagles 
miss their best chance at winning the Super Bowl. We'll explain why that is entirely possible as we roll on. Jam-packed morning. It's Get Up on ESPN. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back on this Valentine's Day edition of Get Up. Let's play Believe It or Not. Neek, if I said the Eagles will be back in the Super Bowl next season, believe it or not. I mean, I think I would take the field and say not. This team was loaded, but they have a lot of issues to address in free agency. They're going to probably, at least Kelsey may not come back. Cox could be available. Hargrave, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. It's a lot of players on this team that may not be returning. They need to hit in the draft with their two first-round picks. I'm going to come back to that one. Mike T., let's go to another one. Believe it or not, the Cowboys will finally make a Super Bowl run next year. Believe it. Jerry Jones, the ultimate salesman in Vegas in the Super Bowl. And Brian Schottenheimer, the new offensive coordinator of the Cowboys, will impact Dak Prescott, lower those 17 interceptions. If they do that, find a receiver in the draft, which I think they will, to replace Amari Cooper. They'll be right there with Philadelphia and San Francisco. All right, and then, Kmart, how about you? Patrick Mahomes will win his third ring next season, believe it or not. Greeny, I could believe it, but probably not. And not no knock against Patrick Mahomes. I think history tells us that it's probably unlikely that he would achieve this. But when you look at this Chiefs team, you've got the quarterback, one of the greatest of all time. 
and this roster, but I'm going to say probably somebody else next year. Well, let's see. Let me dive into that a little bit. First of all, Mahomes got the chance to celebrate yesterday. He uh, got all the victors' spoils there, uh, being at uh, the Disney World, celebrating the Super Bowl with his family, all of that tradition continuing. And while he was there, he hopped on SportsCenter last night and was asked about uh, those who think he's on his way to becoming the greatest of all time. Here's what Patrick said. I know it's a long ways away. Um, I've been blessed to be on a great team and a great organization with the great players around me. So I just try to leave everything I have to not have any regrets. And obviously we've had a great start to my career, but we're just getting to the middle of it now. So I'm just excited to continue to build and try to do whatever I can to be sitting in this seat at Disneyland uh, as many times as possible. You know, and, and perhaps as soon as next year. And look, the reality, you made this point to me in our meeting this morning about why it feels likelier than it might otherwise, because this might have been the worst iteration of this team that they will have in the foreseeable future. This was the rebuilding year. They mm -hmm. traded away their all-pro receiver. They had a bunch of rookies that they were relying on. They were much better, much better loaded to win the Super Bowl last year. But something happened this season as Patrick Mahomes, the great MVP, got better this year. He had better decision-making, and he got better at taking what's given to him and putting pressure on his defense in different ways. I don't assume that he's going to get worse next year, so he's as likely as any team. I think more than anything, you're betting on like randomness stopping them, but right. they're going to be better next year than they were this year. What was the number of rookie games, Mike, till you said it? 154, Greeny, which was the third most in the history of our sport for a Super Bowl champion to have that many rookies play. So not only to what Neek said, but if you go to the other side of the ball, that defense is only going to get better because they were so young. And so that's sort of the way it feels right now. Like Mahomes is now entering, is he entering that Brady space where you used to say to yourself, oh, pretty much every other year you got to bet that it's going to be Tom Brady. But he's entering that in, a, in a, what is a loaded AFC. You look at the young quarterbacks there to the point you just made. Like it's a murderer's row mm -hmm. of guys. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're all trying to catch yeah, him. Yeah, it's because what we say early in the season? Is Josh Allen ready to ascend and overtake Patrick? Is it Joe Burrow? Is it going to be Jalen? Uh, Jalen was the MVP runner-up, runner but when you look at this quarterback class that we have of guys right now, it's Patrick Mahomes, and then I think the other Jays, the three Jays. It's Jalen, it's Josh, it's Joe, and everybody else is trying to catch Patrick. I, I will say he has the potential to, in his career to be better than Brady, yeah. but I'm also going to hit pause a little bit because it's a little premature right yeah. now to say he is the greatest of all time. Like, let's just give this kid a little time. Well, he's, he's been better than Brady at this early to, stage right. of his career, and the game is different than it was back then. But a point that you were making is, are we entering this period where, like, it kind of has to go through Patrick Mahomes, he's always going to be there? Like, we entered it on his first season. Yeah. Like, yeah. they outplayed, or he outplayed Brady in that championship game, offsides, and they've had the championship game go through Kansas City every year. They haven't played a road playoff game. We're already there. I don't know if there's going to be someone that upsets that. I think you could look at Cincinnati and maybe think Joe Burrow is on track to do that. But no, I mean, we began the year with one guy. Is he going to knock off Mahomes? We ended the year with a different guy. Is he going to knock off Mahomes? <laughs> and at the then end of the Mahomes, day, nobody yes. did. And yeah. He's the standard at this moment in time in the NFL. Now, we just said Kansas City may have just won the Super Bowl with the worst iteration of themselves. Mm. The flip side of that may unfortunately be true for the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go back to that previous thought. They may have just lost the Super Bowl with the best iteration of themselves they're going to have. That man was spectacular. I thought he was the best player on the field the other night, Jalen Hurts. 374 total yards and four scores. But he's entering the final year of his rookie deal. One would assume he's about to get paid an enormous amount of money, and he's not the only one. You just described all the free agents they have. 
So while it might get easier, as crazy as that sounds for the Chiefs yeah. to repeat, it is going to get much, much harder for the it's, Eagles. It's not just player free agents. It's also coaching staff is going to leave. And there's also the randomness of the rest of the NFC being so bad this year. That's not going to be the same. So, yeah, things are going to get much harder for them, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to have to address a new coordinator and also address the loss of a lot of their members of the secondary in that powerful defensive line, I'm not sure that it's going to be that easy. Well, Mike T, we've talked a lot about quarterback contracts, right? I mean, Mahomes did his. He did that long deal that is going to wind up working out very well for the team. We're waiting on Lamar Jackson. We're waiting on some of these other young guys. How about Jalen Hurts? Yeah, it's getting late early. He was a second-round pick, so he's extension eligible, and he's in the last year of his deal. I think Philadelphia should have signed him three weeks ago. They could have done it the bye week of the playoffs. So if I'm Philadelphia, I got to get this deal done ASAP because all these other deals are going to come into the marketplace. He's $50 million a year at the minimum, and his guaranteed money will be at least $175 million. Now, the other interesting thing that we talked about earlier is Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Watson has a fully guaranteed $230 million. Clearly, that impacted Lamar Jackson not getting a deal done. We are at an inflection point with quarterback contracts. Will Justin Herbert... Joe Burrow, will they go down the path of the traditional deal or are they going to try to get a fully guaranteed deal? And Jalen Hurts is in the middle of this conversation, and it's right now, Greeny, because he is on the clock as one year left on his deal. What they sorts should. of things are you hearing about that? As far as... The quarterback's going for... Listen, well, this is the kind of stuff I always worry. Do the fans care about guaranteed money? Here's why you should care. Because this could impact every team's mm -hmm. roster going mm -hmm. forward in a huge way. It's something that the quarterbacks have never gotten together and done. Could this be? Could Lamar Jackson kind of be the guy who precipitates all of them doing it? Uh, hopefully, he is. But you need somebody else. You need guys following Lamar to follow suit. Because if Lamar is just standing alone, then Lamar is just standing alone, and and that's why things won't change. I think ownership. When you look at the Deshaun Watson contract, every other team was like, okay, do not do what the Browns just did. Mm -hmm. Do not even think about doing what they just did. Everybody was upset. But if, if another quarterback and his agent decide, you know what? Yeah. Let's test this out. No, football players have not think, done this. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we said in his agent. That's the reason why I think Lamar Jackson might be the one to do it, because he does not have an agent. If you understand the relationship between agents and mm -hmm. teams, it's like those are ongoing relationships that mm -hmm. they want to keep up. Yep. So eventually an agent is going to push his client to sign the best deal available. I think Lamar Jackson is in a position where he does not have that pressure. And everyone else, all the other quarterbacks, he's going to take the slings and arrows. Just yeah. sit back and wait. He's going to get it done for you if you can wait long enough um, for him to go through whatever pain it takes to get this contract because someone's going to give it to him. If he has to get the full free agency, doesn't matter. Someone's going to give him the fully guaranteed contract. We've seen it before. It's too many. The quarterback position is too important. We'll talk more about Lamar's situation as we continue here on this Valentine's Day. The Ravens and Lamar Jackson possibly headed towards a breakup on this day. Uh, why the chances that Lamar ends up somewhere else are actually way better than you think. Plus, drama in Dallas. Kyrie and company battling right to the buzzer. And then what happened at the finish? We're breaking down all the NBA's drama in a moment. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement... 
Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists. Like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We are back on Get Up on a jam-packed day. Tim Legler and Jay Williams are here. Let's run the floor through some of the NBA action from last night, and then we'll dive into a few of the stories. Jay, Will, let's start with you. Lakers lose again. LeBron watches from the bench. Damian Lillard goes for 40 for Portland. How concerned are we about LeBron's injury? I mean, look, I think LeBron's going to come back, uh, probably play a game or two before the All-Star break. But I, I think the pinnacle for the Lakers has been LeBron James passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I think that's the most fame we'll see the Lakers get this season, Frank. I, I think that's probably right. We'll dive into them in a minute. Meanwhile, Legs, Kevin Durant practicing with his new team in Phoenix. Is it championship or bust for the Suns? Definitely not bust uh, if they don't win it this year. Because remember, you got Kevin Durant now locked up in-house under contract. Devin Booker is locked up. And DeAndre Ayton is locked up. Mm. You can rebuild a roster around those three guys, regardless of what happens with Chris Paul going forward. And that's, that's probably reasonable. Uh, we'll see, though. Expectations will be high. Jay, Kyrie and Luka, we showed it at the beginning. They combined for 69. They don't get a shot up at the end. What do you think of their home debut together? I mean, look, it's going to take these guys a minute to figure it out. You still have two of the most lethal weapons on the floor in the fourth quarter. It's going to be hard for anybody to figure this out. But who closes the game? I still think that needs to be Kyrie Irving down the stretch. That's fa- So let's dive into that a minute. Because I mean, Luka Doncic... In my view, was the MVP of the league before this. His team's record wouldn't have suggested it, but no team depends on anyone more than they depend on him. He is probably as good a pure scorer as we have in the league. We all know what Kyrie is. Three seconds left in a, in a, in a close game. Who do you want taking the shot? Uh, it, well, here's the thing. The fact that we're even raising this question is interesting now for Luka Doncic, and that's why the adjustment for him is not going to be easy because every important possession since the day he got in Dallas, the ball's been in his hands, and it was unquestioned. So the spacing was a certain way. The way he was going to operate was a certain way. Now, hey, maybe it is going to be Kyrie some nights. I'm not saying that you can never say it's going to be one guy all the time on this team because some nights it might be Luka depending on how he's playing. Last night was tough because he sat on the bench for six-plus minutes while Kyrie got smoking hot. 
And then when he came in, he continued that to feed Kyrie for four or five minutes while he was kind of a spectator. And now with two minutes to go, it's like, okay, Luca, help us win the game. Right. He didn't really do much for the previous 10 minutes in that quarter. And that's where the adjustment to for him is not going to be seamless. This is going to be something they're going to have a hard time working through. If you're just joining us, Kyrie scored 26 points in the fourth, fourth. quarter last night to bring his team almost all the way back. Jason Kidd is going to have to put them in positions to succeed. And that last exchange, they were trying to get a quick two. I think that's why you saw a miscommunication about the last play. But I think, frankly, Luca, we always said, is like a lesser athletic, uh, more skilled version of LeBron at this age. I think his basketball IQ allows Kyrie to flourish off the ball because I want Kyrie to remain as reactive as possible. And I'll say that the defense on this play really is what led to all of this because, like Jay said, they were trying to get Luka with a pinch post at the elbow to get something quick going to the rim. Mm -hmm. That deflection that knocked the ball into the backcourt, now you get into the scramble mode, you think you don't have enough time. But what was interesting was look how close they were to each other operating one-on-one. They both had the ball in the area of the floor they wanted but usually they have it by themselves up there, not next to a guy that's just as good to do it. And that's why it looks so awkward because there was no spacing to beat their man because they were so close to each other. And that's something, again, they're going to have to work through and Jason Kidd's going to have to help work through. It's going to be really interesting to see because the West just got so much stronger at the trade deadline. Are the Mavericks one of the teams we could see coming out of there? We'll talk more about them. In the meantime, I want to talk about the Lakers because they're sort of falling almost helplessly out of the situation. They're in 13th place. They are two and a half games out of the play-in. They are only four and a half games out of the sixth seed. That may sound like good news, but basically the entire conference is jammed up in front of them there. You just said it. Let me let you pick up on that thought. LeBron breaks the record. That was obviously a moment In the call of the season for the Lakers. Let's be honest. It. There's nothing else going to happen there. I mean, they're 12-24 and 24 against teams that are 500 and better. They rank 20th in offense, 21st in defense. I mean, you, you talk about teams, and I like the additions of what they've done with Malik Beasley, D'Angelo Russell. I think that adds dimensions to this team. But I, I'm not going to say that this team is going to reach the Western Conference semifinals. Like, I, I don't believe in them like that. They are who they are. Yeah, it's too much to, to ask for at this time. I do think they will be better. They're going to be more fluid because they added parts that fit better with LeBron and AD. So eventually when we see all of those guys together with Russell and Beasley out there alongside of them, if we do get a stretch of health, yeah, they can make that climb. But it's just interesting to say, and we say it all the time, they're only four back of the sixth spot. It's, it's like being at a buffet, right? I'm 15 feet away from the crab legs, but there's eight people in between me and the crab legs. Like, you're probably not getting any crab legs at that point. And that's, that's kind of how I look at it because, yeah, they're within striking distance, but when there's that many teams in between – they're all going to continue to win games. So how do you make up that kind of ground? And, and even if you do, do you really look like a legitimate threat with what the top of the West looks like with Denver and Phoenix? Not getting Kyrie Irving, and, and, and we have gone over chapter and verse how if everything had been different, maybe they want, Kyrie winds up there. If, if the Nets had known they were going to wind up having to trade Kevin two days before they did, maybe Kyrie is a Laker right now. It would all feel so different. The Lakers would all of a sudden feel like a legitimate contender instead of what they are, which is a team that, if anything, is just trying to get into the back end of the playoffs. Yeah, bringing Kyrie Irving back with a guy, LeBron James, in which they won a championship was probably, you could say, their most compatible duo that the game of basketball has seen in a long time with the way they fit 
organically together, they definitely would have been a title. Contender. They fit organically together so well that they couldn't wait to separate, right? I mean, that's <laughs> the problem with Kyrie. That's the problem, is that we look back on it, we say, wow, how good a duo they could have been, should have been, and weren't. Him and Kevin, how good they could have been and should have been and weren't. Now let's see what he is with Luka, but the history is not favorable to all of that. Well, I mean, for Lakers fans, they could have their wishes. Just wait a couple of months, and this offseason we'll find out. Free agent, right? I mean, that that's why the... the uh, the general manager there, Rob Polinka, called it pre-agency, what they just did. They made some moves maybe this go. summer. They wound up trying to go over the top. Now, sneaky big news that flew under the radar a little bit over the weekend of the Super Bowl, and it's about that man. Zion Williamson aggravated his right hamstring while rehabbing his injury. He will miss now multiple weeks. He hasn't played since getting hurt January 2nd against the Sixers. Coming off last season where he missed all of New Orleans' 90 games when you include the playoffs, he has missed exactly 50% of their games this season. Since coming into the league, he's been available for 39% of all of their possible games. And I will remind you, next year, he starts a new contract, five years and $194 million. And unlike the NFL players, all of that money is guaranteed. So, what do we say when he's on the floor? He's so spectacular, but it just happens so seldom. Yeah, he, he impacts the game in a way that's unique unto him. There is no other force that looks quite like him when he's right. And, and what's sad about this situation is I think the guy loves to play basketball. He just can't stay healthy, and he's had some bad luck along the way with this stuff. The question starts to become, well, Dino, did, was this a bad decision giving him this extension? No, because when you get a guy like that in-house, it's so difficult to get a player of that magnitude in your building, particularly in a market like New Orleans, which doesn't have some long track record of attracting big-time free agents. You have one in-house, you got to do whatever it takes to make sure that guy stays in-house, and then you just keep your fingers crossed that he can stay on the court. Unfortunately, that hasn't been the case to this point, but I don't think there's any regret on giving him the money. You didn't have a choice if you're the front office. You know, I go back, Greeny, to the game I called Duke versus North Carolina where Shoegate occurred. Yeah. Blew out his shoe. Sure. And the question from that day on has been nobody ever questions the talent of Zion Williamson. I think he has a chance to be one of the most talented players the game of basketball has ever seen, Legs. The question has always been his health. And it's been that question that has been following him his entire career about the weight, about the way he works, you know, introverted with his knees, the pressure he puts on his knees, coming down, not having to touch around the basket to stay away from, you know, kind of going into harm's way. And it's a guy I want to see win more than anything. I just don't know if we're going to see it ultimately. It, it, I don't know. It, it is really a shame. And it it does go back. I mean, this to your point, this is not something that is taking anyone by surprise. We have been talking about it since he was in college. If you're just looking at it from a sheer economic perspective, right, the $44 million that he's guaranteed for his contract, his first contract, if you're paying him just per game, you would have only paid him $18 million of the $44 million. $18. So just as an investment, you're like, you have to do it, small market team, but – I don't know if you're going to get the return on your investment long term. I mean, this injury is concerning, too, because I always thought if Zion was going to have an injury that was going to keep him out for a while, it would be something what we're talking about. You know, no player's ever been this weight landing from those heights, you know, time and time again. You think it would be something to do with his knees. You know, this is a hamstring. And I was watching that game live that night it happened, and no one really mentioned it during the broadcast, and he just kind of – kind of made his way toward the end of the bench. I'm like, well, that is a really bad sign because a player knows immediately what that feels like. And a guy that generates this kind of force dealing with an injury like that, 
That's what's so concerning this time around. They don't go away. I, I think there's a lot of reason to be worried about it. Uh, Jay Williams, of course, KJM. Every weekday morning on ESPN Radio, Legs will be with us all morning here as we continue to you break go. down basketball. Go. You go. Thank no, you. Get yeah. spacing. Come on, Luke. Just move away. I got two shooters. I've got right a screen here. every now and then. Knock down some threes. Hey, we got a great Wednesday doubleheader coming, guys. We start with a good Eastern Conference matchup. We got Donovan Mitchell on the Cavs. We got Joel Embiid in the Sixers. It's a good game in our early spot. And then we will hopefully see LeBron back on the floor hosting Brandon Ingram and the Pelicans. We'll be here a Wednesday night. Coverage starts with NBA Countdown 7 Eastern here on ESPN. Meanwhile, tragic and very frightening news uh, to share from yesterday. Michigan State University has canceled all classes and all sporting events through tomorrow night after a deadly shooting on campus. Three people were killed, at least five others wounded after a gunman opened fire last night in a classroom building at the MSU Union. Uh, it's a place where students gather to eat and study. The suspect, a 43-year-old man, was later found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. He was not affiliated with the school. The Spartan men's basketball team was scheduled to host Minnesota tomorrow night. We'll be right back. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The question you're trying to ask. Be better tomorrow. I'm not answering that. That's a clown question, bro. Next. Next. Mike, why are you in such a bad mood? What do you care? What else do you want to know? Next question. Your next question. Next question. Next question. I'm not going to answer any questions for you. That's my question! The question, jerk! All right, so this is that time where I will ask a series of hard-hitting questions to this man, Dominique Foxworth. But before we do, we want to just give you a, a taste of how Neek spends his time here in our studio. While I was talking about basketball with Tim Legler and Jay Will, what are you doing here, Neek? I mean, the shots were phenomenal. I hope you guys were recording it. It was a cinematic masterpiece. Everything great. I got a little Scorsese working yeah, over like, there. Hey, a little Jordan Peele action. I like it. All right, so Dominique... He, look, he, he can do pretty much everything that you need on a TV set. We like that a lot. Now let's see if he can answer these questions. Here we go. So give me a team. Which team that missed the playoffs in the NFL this year that you are positive is going to make it next year? I would go with the Lions. I think they were the youngest team in football this year. They had an impressive record. They're in a division that seems like it could be in flux. No one believes that the Vikings were as good as their record suggests. Aaron Rodgers might be headed out 
to another team, which would make the Packers much weaker. So yeah, I'll go with the Giants, an improving young roster with uh, some continuity. The Lions, and I would say that if by the Lions you mean the Jets, then I agree with you completely. The division's a little tougher, buddy. Outside of that, I'm not sure. All right, who is the biggest difference-making free agent that will change teams or might change teams this offseason? that doesn't play quarterback? Well, I think it's Javon Hargrave with the Eagles. They would be fools to let him get out of town, but he's kind of like Chris Jones in that he's an interior lineman that can get pressure and change the defense. You don't really have to scheme up new blitzes or fancy twists or packages. You cut him loose and he can get you upwards in eight, nine, ten sacks from the inside and just create havoc and pressure down in and down out. Yeah, Eagles are going to have a lot of questions to answer this offseason. That's one of them. Finally, we mentioned Derek Carr. The urgency of this is remarkable. Derek Carr is going to be released by the Las Vegas Raiders today and eligible to sign somewhere else immediately. Where do you want to see Derek Carr play next year? I'd love to see him go to Tampa. Again, that's another division that could be winnable with the roster that, despite the fact that they underachieved this year, the roster is not bad. I think they're a bit in no man's land where you could kind of just move on from everybody and start the rebuild, or you could try to make one last push if you can get a reasonable um, facsimile of Tom Brady, which I think Derek Carr can um, provide for them. Yeah, the only quarterback they have on their roster right now is Kyle Trask, who they drafted in the second round a couple of years ago. Well, let me get Mike T and Kmart in uh, here and pick this up. Because, again, I, I want to make it – I want to underline as many times as I can the urgency of this circumstance. Derek Carr is going to be released today. Here's one of the things I'm watching for, Kmart – is the team, and obviously I have a vested interest in this, but, but the team, the, put the Raiders out of the conversation because they're the team he's leaving. But the Jets, I think, will be a fascinating litmus test here. If the Jets go hard after Derek Carr, that might be a pretty interesting sign that they don't think Aaron Rodgers is really going to become available. Or that they don't think they'll be able to land him, yes. But Derek Carr, I think Mike said this earlier, you want to have a plan A and a plan B. You do not, you want all these guys to think, hey, this could be the perfect destination for you, and the Jets clearly have a good roster. Give me a team that right now should be on the phone with Derek Carr by 4:01 today, Mike. Team. <laughs> New Orleans Saints. This one's yeah. easy. Yeah. Dennis Allen was his head coach when he was drafted. They have a top 10 defense. They have some really good skill players. Chris Olave, I think, is going to be a bona fide one. Obviously, Alvin Kamara. And Derek Carr may not be an A right now, but he's certainly a B plus, and he will stabilize that team. And to Deke's point, when you look at that division, it's really up for grabs. Derek Carr and the Saints makes a ton of sense. So, so let me ask you a question. I'm asking for a friend. If you're a team, <laughs> if you're a team that desperately needs a veteran quarterback what? and is just that move away, and they wear green, and, and you, if if maybe they wear green, I'm just whatever. <laughs> if you're that team, do you sign Derek Carr, thinking about the bird in the hand theory? Or do you put all your eggs in the basket of waiting for Aaron Rodgers, who, if anything, has proven himself to be one of the more unpredictable people in sports? It's a risky game, and I think you take the risk, you take the gamble to go for someone like Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. with the ceiling that he has. I think you get Aaron Rodgers, you automatically become, like, legitimate Super Bowl contenders. You get Derek Carr, you say, well... We got a chance. It's very different if you can get Aaron Rodgers, a healthy Aaron Rodgers, a focused, potentially motivated Aaron Rodgers. Those back-to-back -back MVP seasons we got to Aaron Rodgers was on the heels of him feeling disrespected by a draft pick. There's a chance that he goes on his darkness retreat and he comes out ready to scorch the whole <laughs> earth because he gets if he gets moved. Right, so that's how do you handle this if yeah, you're at one of those teams? It's easy. 24 hours after the Packers lost to the Lions, if I'm Joe Douglas and the New York Jets. I am getting permission from Brian Gutenkunst and the Packers, and I am all over Aaron Rodgers. 
And I'm going to do everything I can to make sure the answer is yes, but if it's for whatever reason it's no, I need to know before 4 o'clock today because Derek Carr may be the next best option. I'm not going to get one in the draft where we're picking. And when you look at Jimmy Garoppolo and the other options, Derek Carr is your best chance. So I need to know by today about Rodgers because I do want a bird in hand because worst case scenario is I can't go 0 for 2. Why are you shaking your head? Uh, you, Mike just – it's his birthday, so I'll take it easy Jeez, on him. But him, him and these artificial deadlines, like you can't go – you're not going to bully people with your artificial deadlines. I think it's, Aaron Rodgers and Brian Gutekunst are going to laugh at you if you say, tell me by 4 p.m. today. It's like, why? No, but then you signed Derek Carr. As no, the no, I understand why you have this pressure. I'm just saying the, but, the idea that you're going to, like – Tell Aaron Rodgers or push, put pressure on them. I feel like Aaron Rodgers made it clear that he wants you to just chill out. Okay, right. but in your scenario, I wind up with nothing. I, right. I run That's the fine. very serious. No, it's not That's fine. fine. <laughs> I've right. lived there, and it's awful. Here's the thing. Where I will say, in fairness to the Jets, like they almost made the playoffs. Had Mike White not gotten hurt, they could actually have been a playoff team. But, so but I think in in it, what Mike what Dominique is saying is. You have to go all in. If you want Rodgers, like, go all in. Because this is a Jets team that has missed at the draft. They have not developed quarterbacks. You need to go for that big star, and Aaron Rodgers is it. So you have to wait. But, guys, if the four of us were running a team in the AFC right now, knowing who we have to compete against, right. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and the rest, we need a championship-caliber quarterback. Even if we have Mike White, we can't get to where we want to go. Right. That's why I'm creating a sense of urgency <laughs> with Aaron Rodgers. Yes, agree. me too. I'm, I'm, I'm urgent. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how much more urgent I can. What part of me does not seem urgent right now? <laughs> Let's go. Let's talk about uh, – over there. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson, shall we? That's our next stop. A week from today, the franchise tag window opens up. It's entirely possible that the Ravens will tag Lamar Jackson. In fact, that seems like the overwhelming expectation if he and the team doesn't agree to a new contract between now and then, and that seems extremely unlikely considering how long they've been trying to do that and they haven't gotten close to it. So uh, let me start again with my reporter extraordinaire, Kmart. What are we hearing? What is the expectation as far as Lamar Jackson? So that is an interesting one. Everybody has said they think he ends up in Baltimore, right? On the franchise tag. But will Lamar actually want to play for the Ravens? That is the thing that nobody knows. And I think the fact that he doesn't have an agent, the fact that this whole saga has lasted until now it's the next offseason, I don't think anyone would have predicted that Lamar Jackson would be the quarterback that would be sitting out there still wondering, like, where is my money? So, so how are you handling this one, Mike T? Now I'm making you the general manager. <laughs> uh, again, are you calling them and saying, are, are you willing to make a deal here? You can sign. Th th there is a mechanism that's sort of like the NBA sign and trade, yeah. where they could tag him and then trade him. This one is the most fascinating one to be green because if the Ravens put the franchise tag on, the Jets don't have to call him. They could just go right to Lamar Jackson and give up two ones. And where they're picking and what they, their options are, that may make the most sense. The Ravens could put the exclusive franchise tag on, which basically is another eight to ten million dollars. The franchise tag's thirty-two million. The exclusive franchise tag means he can't play in place else. And I've talked to multiple teams in the league. A lot of people feel like if Lamar Jackson gets this exclusive, uh, the non-exclusive tag, uh, some team will go after him. Maybe the Jets, somebody else. There's not enough quarterbacks, and Lamar Jackson's mm -hmm. that good. Put him into this mix. Now we're talking about the possibility of Carr. We're talking about the possibility of Rodgers. 
You're talking about potentially something a little more certain but very expensive with Lamar. To be clear, he's not going to play on his new team on the franchise tag. In theory, you're going to have yeah. to give him what mm -hmm. he wants, which mm -hmm. is the full guarantee. Yeah, you wouldn't give all that up unless you had a, he was your long-term answer. Right. He is the best option out there for a long-term answer. It's rare that they become available. The question for me about Lamar Jackson isn't would someone give up two ones if he signed the franchise tag. It's is he going to sign the franchise tag? You have to understand that you can find a player who's under contract who doesn't show up. Mm -hmm. But if he refuses to sign the franchise tag, he's not going to get paid, but he's also not going to get penalized. Mm -hmm. And then it's the staring contest between him and the Ravens. And I think that the player probably wins that staring contest because he knows that eventually they'll have to make a move and eventually he'll become a free agent and get what so he wants. Remember last offseason, last training camp, a lot of us were saying, if I'm Lamar, I'm not stepping foot on that field mm -hmm. because that's how I will force them to give me my money. And Lamar decided to show up. And so I think it, 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 watching him throughout this whole process, it now feels to have turned, like it yeah. seems like his, it, it, his mindset has shifted. And I think because we can't really predict what he's going to do, that's what makes it really fascinating. The, the one thing, he can refuse to sign the franchise tag, and I, I understand everything you're saying. He also hasn't made that much money. I mean, by normal no. human standards, right. he's made right. a lot of money. Right. Right. But by the standards of a... Yeah. Of a his of talent. A, his talent. He's made nothing. Signing the franchise tag is a lot of money. Right. I mean, right. Even that would be a lot to walk away from or to sure. refuse to sign. Let's see what winds up happening. All these things are coming quickly. Speaking of which, the clock is tick, tick, ticking on decision day for A.A. Ron. we got one team that's all in trying to make it happen. Marcus Spears will be in our studio next. Yeah. We'll find out what the big swag, Uzway Rogers is going to do as we roll on. Get up on ESPN.